how to move it. Oh, that's easy. Uh, send a rocket to it and just send it up. Oh! Hello, my best boys and girls. So today I am going to be talking about um, what I personally think some of the dumbest decisions in movies are. Now, movies are characters, movie characters, TV shows, and some TV shows are infamous for making just awful decisions that, honestly, without them, we probably wouldn't have a movie. It would just, you know, that problem would be resolved. But because humans are not perfect, and I guess in movies they're really stupid, I will be going over some of the dumbest decisions made by movie, made by characters in movies. Um, quick word, I will not be including any real horror movies. Um, because, you know, we, we all know the ad, the, if you're in a horror movie, you make bad decisions. You know, by Geico, it's like, oh, let's go in the attic. Oh, let's go in the basement. It's just, why can't we get in the running car? Let's hide behind those chainsaws. Yeah, so I will not be including that, because everyone knows that that, yeah. Horror movie characters are literally stupid. Like, uh, yeah, a bunch of people died in this house at night. Uh, yeah, a bunch of people died here at night. Um... It's really expensive. You could die if you come here. <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? Well, death. Uh, yeah, I just said that. But yeah. Um, we, I'll be going over some of these stupidest decisions made by movies or TV shows. Some off screen, some on screen, some flashback. Whatever. Let's get into this. Kicking this off, we got probably one of the dumbest decisions made by any character. So much so that when I heard it, I'm like, oh, that's... That's pretty bad. That's that's not good. Um, it is none other than Meg or Megadra or Megandra. I I can't pronounce Greek, but Meg from Hercules. Congratulations, Meg. You probably might have one of the worst, dumbest decisions by any character in any TV show, or movie or whatever. I'm sorry. So, <clears throat> although we were never explicitly shown this, it was shown via a flashback. Of May. So basically what happens to Meg is Hercules meet Meg. Hercules meets Meg and he's like, oh, I kinda like you. Um however her however Meg is does not want to fall in love with him. Why, you may ask? Does she is he just not her type? Um, no. Does he does she uh, think that is she in love with someone else? No. Did she sell her soul for someone and then he immediately dumped her and then making a and then she's now bitter? No. Oh, wait. Yeah, that's what happened. So what happened? We we're shown via flashback. Meg sold her soul to Hades, a.k.a. basically Satan. And Greek mythology, that is basically Satan. To save the life of her boyfriend. All right, now hold on. Hold the phone just for just one second. So I remember... When I was in high school, I got a yearbook. Wow, this story is turning out really boring. But I got a yearbook, and I remember seeing there's a st- section dedicated to tattoos and piercings. Not too bad. I mean, a lot of people I know have them. If you turn 18, you could get a tattoo and stuff. Um, and one of them, this one girl, got always tattooed on her wrist and forever on her boyfriend's wrist. I was like, oh... Jeez, all right, okay, um, I'm like, what if you break up? 
This is high school. And yes, while some people say high school never ends, your relationship might end. So I've seen stuff, I've seen people break up in high school. I had a breakup in high school. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone's had a breakup in high school. Um, but I mean, yeah, the tattoo stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, dude, what, uh, dude and dudette, I'm like, why would you guys do that? That's, this is high school we're talking about. Um, yeah, so I already thought that the tattoo was a bit far. I mean, if you're married, that's, that's a bit different. I know, uh, there was even a show, Duck Dynasty. They got their, instead of having wedding rings, they got their initials tattooed on their, uh, on their fingers. I think that's, uh, I think that's a unique idea. I mean, I personally won't get, I I personally won't get a tattoo. Um, it just never really suited me, but I can see the appeal. It's harder to lose, probably a lot more expense, or probably a lot less expense, (laughs) I mean, harder to lose. It's a tattoo. It's like virtually impossible to lose. Um, it's, uh, a lot, probably a lot less expensive and, uh, I know they probably weren't worried about cheating, but there's probably people who are like, oh, what's that? Oh, that's my wife's name. Can't cheat. Sorry, maybe you should think before you cheat. I'm not a crook. And yeah, cheating on math tests isn't for, for that. But anyways, the point is that she saved, she sold her soul to Hades to save the life of her boyfriend. Not husband, not fiance, if they had the, the at, in ancient Greek mythology time, but I don't know if they do because I didn't really say ancient Greek, ancient Greece, to save the life of her boyfriend, who she was in love with. Obviously, she probably wasn't like, mm, I guess I will. And this isn't just like, you know, this isn't straight up like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna, this isn't like, yeah, I'm gonna just, if, like, take my life for his. No, this is her immortal soul. Like, for all eternity. Forever. But, but wait, there's more. There's more stupidity to this. Well, not really on her part. So, she sold her soul to Hades to save the life of her boyfriend. Now, what happened? Did her and her boyfriend live happily ever after? <gasps> no. It says, unfortunately, short. Shortly afterwards, he left her for some other woman. Just totally gone. Yeah, he just straight up left her for another woman. And leaving Megan, or Meg, technically Meg, or Megara, Megara? I'm just going to go call her Meg because that's what she goes by. So leaving Meg without a soul and without a boyfriend. Yeah, that is probably the dumbest decision ever. Just to straight up sell your soul to Hades for your boyfriend who dumps you. You might want to, you know, make sure he's loyal or maybe put a ring on that finger. Now, there's a few things you might be thinking. You might be thinking, post-credits, you mentioned that you don't know anything about Greek mythology. You've said several times that you are a Christian. What if this was original to the text? And I will say, no, it's not. I looked it up. Trust me, I looked it up. It's not. Meg did not sell her soul to Hades in the uh, original manuscript, in the original Greek mythology. No, it's, it's, no. Yeah. 
She did not. So why do they do this? I don't know. Definitely to, definitely to ump up the stakes. Definitely have the stakes get higher. A lot. A lot higher. Um, yeah, so we're not just like, eh, whatever. Now, why did I put this first and not last? Well, for a couple of reasons. Number one, Meg is not the main character. She's a very important character, but she's not the main character. And number two, it was in a flashback. Um, yeah. It, it was in a flashback. Um, so we don't really get to, you know, see it that much. Um, yeah. Next one I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with. It is none other than the street in the woman and the, now the the street and the house and the now the face and the hole in the nest and the egg and the ball and bog bog down in the valley. Uh, ho ho the rat and bog bog down in the valley. Uh, no. Darn it. I never know how to say the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. I just did. So in I'm just gonna call it the woman because if I said that way a lot, yeah, it would not be very fun. And I don't think you guys would like that. That that half of this episode will just be me talking about the title. So, what dumb decision was in the woman and the uh, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window? Well, the two main characters are morons. So I've mentioned this before, I've said this before, I've angrily ranted about this before, but when we're introduced to uh, Anna, sweet Annie, can I stay with you while I can't sing country, I can't sing Irish folk music, I can't sing country, what can I sing? Anyways, um, so... When we're first introduced to Anna, the main character, Kristen Bell, um, she faints whenever there's rain. It becomes important later on, and we learn that her daughter was killed on a rainy day. So, in the flashback, we're, we see the... We see her, uh... We see her getting into... Her daughter getting into the car with her husband on a rainy day. I'm like, alright, perfect, got that all squared away. Pretty believable. The... The... Uh, road was definitely uh, the road was wet they're going too fast around the curves and scrambling off the road like chickens he has what he deserves so yeah the road was wet the car spun out of control and the car crashed the girl died she hates her ex-husband now alright we got that ready <gasps> no we learned that that's not what happened and I was a bit confused. I'm like, uh, uh, what? What? Um, we learned that it was bring your daughter to work day. I never, that never existed in my hometown. I don't really think it exists anymore. It just kind of exists, I think, in TV shows just to provide, you know, a trope. Um, yeah, it doesn't really, I don't know if it's even real anymore. But, so it's bring your daughter to work day. Now, I told my parents and family members, I'm like, what would the worst place to bring your daughter to work be? I got sewers, I got strip clubs, 
I got, yeah, those were the two main ones I got. I thought of a few other ones. A construction site could be kind of dangerous. Um, I just think an office job might be kind of boring. Um, but no, this guy, this therapist, he brings his daughter to a prison where people have committed crimes. Mentally unstable people have committed crimes. Yeah. And he d- decides to just let her stay. First of all, he was interviewing a client. And first of all, that's a massive break of confidentiality. I mean, yeah, you could argue, but she's just a kid. She'll just forget about it the next day. No. Still a breach of confidentiality. BBS, lock him up. Um, he stays with, he just, he walks, he steps out of the room when his supervisor talked to him and leaves his young daughter alone with a man who murdered his family and then ate them. Yeah. What moron would do that? And then of course the doors malfunctions that we got locked in and she got locked in with him and they couldn't stop her. They didn't show anything, but yeah. Just, <clears throat> why would you do that? There is only one worse place that I could think of to bring your daughter. And that is in an active war zone. And I'm not talking about, you know, staying on base. No, I'm talking World War I, trench warfare, machine guns were just invented after the Christmas Eve truce. Yeah. That is the only worst place. So why would he do this? Why why would they do, why would he Why would he let his young daughter with mentally unstable people who murder people? And he lets him, him stay with said person who has a reputation for hurting other people. Yeah. I don't know why he did it. I don't know why Kristen Bell's character let him do it. Um, if he's like, hey, hey, honey, I'm going to have bring your daughter to work day. By the way, I work with uh, mentally unstable people who kill people. <laughs> yeah, sounds great to be our young daughter. No. Why he did this, I don't know. They honestly could have, I mean, maybe they wanted to make it like traumatic. So if it's just like, oh, it's just a car crash. Still sad, but not not traumatizing. It's like, oh yeah, just car crash. Yeah, but maybe they want to make it a lot more scary and traumatizing. Within that case, I get it. I get it. But still. Yeah, just why he... But still, that is just a dumb decision, like, all around dumb. Now you might... Now, yes, I know that this is technically... Meant to be a parody of, like, the girl on the train and stuff. I like trains. But, I mean, come on. That was too stupid not to mention that it's been just... I'm sorry, that decision was just really, really dumb. And it resulted in the death of the daughter. Like, you brought your daughter to bring your child to work day... When you work with mentally unstable people who kill others. Why you would do that, I don't know. How that's not a breach of confidentiality, I don't know. Why you didn't pull her out, I don't know. It was just 
a trail of dumb decisions. Honestly, yeah, that was just a stupid decision. I'm sorry, there's no way around that. Moving on, it's another dumb decision that I have ranted about. And the worst part about this one is I thought this one was actually a good decision. But it wasn't. So, this is May in the Circle. The movie The Circle. M-A-E in the Circle. Her character's played by Emma Watson. So, in the circle, they are awake with a room with aliens. Then they uh, have to move their hand and then vote. And if they vote for someone, that person gets zapped. Although... I wasn't talking about that circle. Now that I think about it, pretty much spouting off your own opinion would get you killed in the circle, like admitting to a crime, um, basically telling people you're racist or homophobic, uh, targeting people for no real good reason, uh, spouting off your own opinion after you get spared, literally just mock, literally pointing out this one girl saying that she's like a, she's an adult movie star. That's a dumb decision, too. So we'll, we'll count that one, too. We'll count those circles, too. It results in death. Literally. Like, you just, like, this one guy. I'll, I'll, I've pointed out a few people, but I'll point out this one guy in particular. He straight up, right when he gets spared. Okay, first of all. Okay, so first of all, he, this one dude in the circle reveals he's a minister. And then this one guy, he just starts bounding off like, your religion is dumb. Basically, every cliche atheist in in every Christian movie ever. That's the basic level that we're dealing with here. So, very, very, very blunt, angry, basically says all religion is dumb. Yeah. Basically, every single straw man of, atheist, of atheism to ever exist in Christian media. Yeah. By the way, that's a lie. Uh, in high school, my friend group was made of Christians and atheists, and we got along just fine. Just saying. So, very cartoonish. And then eventually he says, like, yeah, and you know what? I think I have some friends here. Yeah, I think some people believe in me. And they show three people. One. Number one. It's this one guy who doesn't really say anything at all. He literally doesn't say anything. He's kind of a fun character, actually. I thought there'd be a twist with him, but there's not. Number two, this one girl who does who also has not said anything. She's just chilling. Yeah. Then there's this uh, guy whose name, I'm not making this up, is literally Asian Kid. He's kind of an interesting character. He um he seems to be on the atheist side. He's like he just kind of agreed with him. He's like when he's like, you talk about faith when people are being killed, like left and right, like, come on, man. He's like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's all he says. He just kind of agrees. But he doesn't, you know, go off defending him. So when the atheist guy looks around, he's like, hey, you know what? I think you got some friends. They show the three people. I'm like, okay. It's an obligatory clip. But if, but he's like, yes, I think some people agree with me. If I had to choose one of those three, I'm like, all right, it's probably Asian kid. He seemed to agree with him. But no, what happens? They tie. They straight up tie. Um, so he ties with another girl. The silent girl who has said nothing up until this point. 
she has literally said nothing, done nothing, besides reacted. There was people more vocal than she was. There's this one guy who just kind of counts down. I think he, he just looks really nervous. I call him the guy with anxiety because I think he just had anxiety and tried to cope. He had more personality than she does. And then when, then when she ties um, angry atheist guy, I'm just going to call him angry atheist, is like, you guys are going to kill me just because I have an opinion? What is wrong with you? And then the girl's like, wait, I didn't say anything. And then he says, who the heck is this? And then she gets zapped. Why? I don't know why. Why did they decide to kill her? I don't know. Why, why they didn't decide to kill the guy who literally offended them all? I don't know. It makes no sense. By all accounts, it makes no sense. So yeah, um, so what happens? We see a zap, and I've watched this before, and the people I was watching it with, my beautiful wife, Michaela, and my friend, Christian, they were like, yep, he's, done, he's gone. Goodbye. Goodbye to you! And so... And so they, and so there's literally like a slow pan out or a pan to the side and we reveals, oh, he's still alive. He looks around and goes, oh, I'm not yet dead. I feel happy. I think I'm going to go for a walk. You're not fooling anyone. Just get in the cart. And so he's visibly shaken. Shocker. I would be too. Now, if you spouted off your opinion, let's not make it about religion or politics or anything hot button issues. Let's just say you're a fan of green grapes. And everyone else loves red grapes. And you start harassing them. You're like, ah, oh, green grapes are better. Green grapes are way better. They make better wine. They taste better. They're more classic. Red grapes suck. Everyone who thinks red grapes is better is an idiot. Green grape supremacy! And then someone else who also may or may not have agreed with you gets zapped. Now, what would you do? Would you, A, offer an apology to everyone, and you're still alive, oh, would you offer an apology to everyone? B, stay quiet and hope they forget about you. C, continue on with the tangent. Or D, say that someone next to you is an adult film star for literally no reason whatsoever. Well, our atheist friend here decides to choose option number D. So you just got spared death via zappy thing. It seems kind of quick and painless, but still, you got spared death. So what do you do? Do you apologize? No. Do you act quiet? Pfft, no. Do you just decide to go off on topic and, may, and tell someone next to you that they look like an adult film star? Yes. Why? You got spared death just so you can antagonize her. What, do, you, do you try to desperately backpedal or desperately try to save your skin? No. Why would you do something like that? It makes no sense. You literally, and now I know this is a movie and he's probably gonna, and he probably was gonna be next to killed, but like, even if there's a small chance that you wouldn't die I would, I would backpedal, try to find common ground, maybe make amends. I know the rounds aren't that much, but still, why would you do that? Yeah, it made no sense, and it was a dumb decision. What happened? He got zapped next.
Well, that seven-minute rant is over. I mean, that's why they call me post-credits, rants, and references. Hmm. Strange clear liquid. I don't know what that is. Hmm. Weird. Anyways, what I was saying originally before I went and ranted about the circle that was just a reference that turned into a rant. Um, ooh, a rant and a reference. Or a reference that turned into a rant. It's rare. Learn all these R words. Anyways, um, what I was saying was May in the movie The Circle, not Circle, The Circle, um, she made a dumb decision. Again, I thought this was a smart decision. So, basically, what the basic prep, what the setup is, is she works in this company called Square. No, wait, no, Triangle. No, uh, uh, Heptagon. Septagon? Octagon? Circle, right, yeah, sorry. Um, She works in this company called Circle, The Circle. And basically, it's basically just the social media giant that has taken over all other social media sites. And so, uh, basically what they said is that we can install cameras anywhere. And we can track anyone down. We can be like Liam Neeson and we will look for you. We will find you. And we will kill you. And so, what, and so what May volunteers to do, the circle basically saves her life, and so she wears the pin, she's basically like a vlogger 24-7. Again, there's probably some, you know, she mentioned that she has three minutes to use the bathroom, and I bet some more time to shower and do private stuff, and all that. Again, the book's probably way more descriptive, but I saw the movie, not the book, and this is not a book review. This is a, po- this is a podcast about movies, TV shows, yeah. So, anyways, what she does is that, so they use, so they enlist their followers all around the world, like, find this person. It's like, uh, that Wii game. Dun, 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 dun. Like, find this person. So, they find a criminal, you know, they take her, you know, they take her into jail. Then they say, like, hey, find this guy. He's my friend. So he does not want any part of this. He's like, uh, peace out. And he runs away. Run away! Brave, brave Mercer, run away. He chickened out, backing it up. He ran away, he turned his tail and fled. Brave, brave, brave Sir Mercer. Dun, dun. So um, what happened is that he's like, no, get away from me. So they find him. Why? It's not like, found you, let's end this. No, it's like, found you, let's keep the cameras on you. And so basically he uh he just drives out of there in his car and then a drone like someone's operating a drone it goes right in front of his car he swerves to avoid it his car gets ran off a cliff and he dies. So May Emma Watson's character let me ask you something. If there's a big thing that killed your friend what do you want to do? Do you want to A, shrink it, B, grow it, or C, keep it the same? I would be like, okay, shut it down. Like, it killed my friend. Just, this was a cool experiment. Okay, it got too big. Let's just shut this thing down and end it. Um, no. Well, let me just explain what I was thinking at first. So, I'm like... So when she returns, I'm like, okay, you're going to shut this down, end it. 
be about to revolution this, like completely destroy it. No, she wants everyone to be totally transparent. That's what she puts it as. Like everyone, like she wants the head, the head people, Patton Oswalt and Tom Hanks's characters. She wants them to wear it. And I'm like, ah, I get this. Clever girl. I'm like, yes, okay. This is great. You're going to have them shut it down. I see what's happening. No. They don't shut it down. I don't think that was even her intention. Um, yeah. She literally just has them wear the thing, be fully transparent, like have all their emails and passwords and stuff basically unlocked. Uh, then the government drones were like flying over her. It's pretty much a shot for shot of the opening scene, but instead of it being peaceful, there's drones and she doesn't care. Why would you do that? Just why? Why, May? Why? That's stupid. Like, yeah, okay, I get where you're going with that. I thought you'd have them shut it down, but no. You're not. You're literally just making a totalitarian dictatorship state. I hope you're happy. Because now, like, drones are flying over. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't like people watching me. Well, actually, scratch that. I'm a theater kid. I'm actually in a play. At the time of filming this, I got accepted into a play, so I'm really excited about that. But... If it's my personal life, like, in my apartment, I don't want someone watching me. Like, if I saw the neighbors with their binoculars out, I'd be a little bit freaked out. And if I'm walking down the street and I see someone, like, watching me, I don't want that. Much less the government watching me. I don't want any government watching me. Yeah, so I don't think that 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 was a dumb decision. Now, the thing that embarrassed your parents earlier on in the movie and killed your friend is now bigger. It's now bigger. You fed Audrey too, and now it's big. It's feed me, man. And now it's like, it's just too... You literally made a totalitarian state. And the worst part about this, I thought this was a great decision. I'm like, all right, let's go. Yeah, you're taking it down in a different way. And then when I saw that she was serious, I'm just like, what a sick joke. And so I just saw it and it just, uh, I'm like, why would you do this? Why would you willingly make a totalitarian dictatorship state? Did you want government drones to follow you? Did you want people to constantly watch you? No, I wouldn't think that you would. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, that was... Yeah. I don't know why she did that. I'm sorry. I really couldn't... I can't see a good reason why you would do something like this. It was just terrible. Like, why would you want that to happen? Like, there is no good reason for you to make a massive totalitarian dictatorship... Out of something that literally resulted in your friend's death. I'm sorry. I don't know why you would do something like that. that that's a dumb decision to make it even bigger. 
and worse. Yeah, so May, in the circle, dumb decision. Moving on along with our world tour of dumb, we have the Jurassic Park series. So, yeah. Now, first of all, full disclosure, I love Jurassic Parks. I thought the Jurassic Parks movies were amazing. Uh, the book is one of my favorite books. Um, the whole, the whole concept of Jurassic Park's amazing. They it manages it manages to do to just well be well delivered throughout the entire thing. It's amazing, like the special effects, the uh, the acting in it. I think it's really good. Now I like the tri- now I like the original trilogy better than the sequels, but <clears throat> the sequels aren't bad. I mean, I might make people disagree, but I thought the sequels weren't that bad. Anyways, um, what is so dumb about Jurassic Park? Now, movie-wise, as I mentioned before, it's great. I love it. However, IRL in real life... No. <laughs> just, what, what kind of person would just have dinosaurs be real and like walk around where actual people can walk and not like and only separated by an electric fence do you know how dangerous that is and yeah okay well we might give you a pass because you spared no expense you spared no expense you spared no expense yeah throw money at it that'll make it go that'll make all our problems just go bye-bye bye-bye yeah so my gosh yeah we get it. You spared no expense. And I get it. I'll give you a semi-pass. Not a full pass. A semi-pass. Because you didn't know what would happen. This has never been done before. You could have thought like, oh, nothing bad can happen with dinosaurs and people. What could possibly happen? Again, a small pass. But yeah. It's still pretty dang dumb. That you made dinosaurs come to life. Now, if you may have just made herbivores come to life, like brontosauruses, that's fine. They're brontosauruses. They're not going to hurt people. They, they only like trees. But, no, you had to have, like, T-Rexes and Velociraptors. In fact, having Velociraptors is so dangerous that when Dr. Alan Grant, who's been on board and, like, hyped about, about this entire thing, he's like have velociraptors here and they're like yeah and he's like and his expression and the whole mood kind of changes from oh heck yeah this is awesome to oh crap this is terrible this is terrible yeah so (laughs) yeah i mean what can go wrong just dinosaurs just where a bunch of people can go what can go wrong all right so um, so having dinosaurs where a bunch of people are, it's a cool idea, it's a fun idea, but it's like baseball pitchers or milk. Once it goes bad, it doesn't go minorly bad, it doesn't go like, it just a little bit bad, no. It goes full on nosedive, plummets towards the ground at incomprehensible speeds, makes a giant massive crater bad. Yeah, because like it, because first of all, we meant, so first of all, in the first Jurassic Park, spoilers for all the Jurassic Parks, by the way, 
Um, at least one, two, three, and four. Um, but someone, Nedry, shut down the, uh, shut down the systems for the law, for the electric fences that protect everyone. So he shut down those systems, and, uh, yeah, that's how the dinosaurs got out and wrecked total and utter havoc. Yeah, okay, that's one thing. But what about an electrical system failure? There's a lot of rain on that island. There, the electrical systems could easily just go faulty. And what do you do then with a bunch of people and dinosaurs literally running rampant? You could try to have your staff and stuff try to protect them. But no, that would just go on terribly. So first of all, that was the first problem with the first Jurassic Park. Making dinosaurs come to life. Rebringing back dinosaurs. And everyone thought it was a bad idea except for the lawyer who just wanted money. In fact... When they were talking about it, he's like, they all said like, oh man, this is a terrible idea. This is a terrible idea. And then you see the lawyer pick up something. It's a, it's a coin. And he rubs, and everyone's just like, why are you doing, why are you picking up a coin? And he rubs the coins together and goes, Dubbins is Dubbins. And so, yeah. First of all, that was the first thing. Bringing back dinosaurs and having just an electric fence and not further like, if something goes wrong, evacuation plan A, B, C, D, all the way through Z, probably like A, 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 B. I would even want to go as far, if I was on it, I would want evacuation plans A through C, Q. That's how much evacuation plans I want. Yeah, so overall, pretty bad idea bringing back dinosaurs. The second one is a little bit different. That's probably the smartest of the four that I'm going to be talking about. Because what happens is that there was a second site. Site B, as they call it. Um, that's where the company's dinosaurs were cloned. And the animals were released in the wild to fend for themselves. It's not that bad. Um, one guy, Peter Ludlow, he wants to exploit the island's creatures to save his company from bankruptcy. But... Uh, John Hammond, the main guy, asks Ian Malcolm to join a team who will document the dinosaurs in their natural habitat, encourage a policy of non-interference. So in the words of John Hammond, in a reference that I will mark, don't worry, I'm not making the same mistakes again. No, you're making, you're making all new ones. Uh, those were also my mom's first words on the podcast, not her first words in general. Although it could have been. I don't know what her first words were. I wasn't really around for that kind of time. I know that might make me a bad son, but sorry, I wasn't really around for that. But, oh well. <clears throat> and so Ian, his girlfriend, uh, paleontologist, Dr. Sarah Harding, who was on my Survivor podcast season, and I thought she would win, but she unfortunately did not. Um, she was already on the island, and he just wants to go back and retrieve her. So, overall... Pretty dumb going back there with a bunch of dinosaurs, like, literally running loose, and there's nothing to stop them. But not that dumb. Overall, their intentions were better. Overall, they want to, you know, stop people from interfering. Um, yeah, and he wants to go to save his girlfriend. Not that bad. It's, it's pretty dumb. Not that bad. Um, yeah. Um, but then what the main villain does, I might as well just mention this, is stupid. Because 
He, because the ship that carries the male Tyrannosaurus crashes and the Tyrannosaurus Rex is released into San Diego. Yeah. Just why would you bring a freaking dinosaur to the mainland? It was already already wrecked havoc on an island. Why would you make it go to the mainland? And yes, I know they're the villain, but still, that's why I'm not going so much on this. But why would you do that? That is not smart of you. Why would you make it, like, let it just go to a, a crowded city, nonetheless. One of the most crowded cities in the United States. Why? Some people even think San Diego is the capital of California. It's not. No one knows what the capital is. It's Sacramento. I grew up near Sacramento. I literally lived 30 minutes away from Sacramento for pretty much my whole life. There. Yeah. Okay. So that one, well, yeah, that one was dumb. Um, next one, Jurassic Park 3. Again, less dumb, but still, it starts off with a father and, I guess, a, or a stepfather and a son going parasailing. Where do they go parasailing? Hmm. Let me think. Not anywhere safe. That's boring. We'll go where there's dinosaurs nearby. What a great idea. My gosh. These people don't learn. So yeah, they go parasailing where there's dinosaurs. Their ship crashes. Well, the crew gets eaten by dinosaurs and then it crashes. And then they have to land where there's dinosaurs. And then the husband and the wife, or their his biological parents, are like, they land there. And they try to find them. Okay, theirs was justified. They want to get their son back. It's pretty much the same trip as Finding Nemo. Or literally anywhere else where they rescue life and limb. Taken, even. Alright, so, same kind of trope. But the first part was just so stupid, I can't i can't excuse it you're literally on an island where there's dinosaur you literally want to go on near an island where there are deadly and unpredictable creatures that could kill you and that they do they kill the 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 stepfather why would you go near an island that is dangerous and known for this stuff and unpredictable and i don't care how far it is in fact, when my mom, here's a story, here's a little story for you. My mom accidentally encountered some leeches on, at a, uh, at a lake. They were mine, they, now, before you think about, like, leeches, it's the leeches! They were very small stuff, they were very small. Small leeches, nothing bad happened, just a little scare for her and her friends who were out paddleboarding at the time. But when I learned about that, I swore off that lake for a very, very, very long time. I mean, I didn't really go there that often, but still, I'm like, no, I will not jump in the water. If I know there's leeches there, I will not jump in the water. Yeah, but going on an island where there's dinosaurs and could kill you rather than tiny leeches, what could go wrong? No. That was a stupid decision, and yeah. All right. So this is what inspired me to make this episode in the first place. 
Jurassic World. This is the uh, new one, the reboot, made in 2015 with Chris Pratt. So, somehow, they didn't learn from the first three films and decided to make dinosaurs. Yeah, they... This is a bit different. They actually have a fully operational... The Death Day will be fully operational. They will have a fully operational theme park. Everything's all going actually surprisingly well, despite this being a terrible idea. So yeah, things are going well. They're uh, they're actually up and running. They seem to be doing really well for themselves. They have a bunch of new attractions and stuff. Ignoring the stupidity of that, the main woman, she says that they needed something bigger because people aren't fascinated by dinosaurs. And I mean, who would be fascinated by these things that, you know, you've only heard about in textbooks and now suddenly they're all brought back to life. Am I right? Yeah. So she made a bigger dinosaur. Why? Why would you do something like that? That is, that's, that's a terrible idea. Why would you make something that's already dangerous and big? You've seen how dangerous velociraptors are and how dangerous Tyrannosaur T-Rexes are and other dinosaurs are. Why would you make something even bigger and scarier to wow the guests? Trust me, I'm pretty sure guests are wowed by by normal dinosaurs. Like, I went to the San Diego Zoo recently. No, there were no dinosaurs there, but I loved it. It was great. A lot of people loved it. Like, the lion and the lioness were sleeping right by the glass. It was amazing. I saw a tiny glimpse of a tiger. Tigers are my favorite animal. I mean, that may have helped by Tigger and Hobbs. Ooh, double reference. Boom. But... Yeah, tigers are my favorite animal. And I saw a glimpse and I loved it. I saw a bunch of exotic birds fly really close. It was great. I saw a bunch of animals that I can only read about. They are in remote parts of the world. Asia, Africa, Australia, South America, my backyard. But those are things that I can only read about. And I was blown away. So take that and combine it with something that has been dead, extinct for millions, billions, depending on which earth theory you believe, of years. No one was going to get bored of that. But you, for some reason, you think they are. Maybe you had a small dip in customers. I don't know. That could have been, uh, that could have been attributed to multiple things. Maybe your prices got too high. Maybe there was a small recession. Maybe COVID happened. I don't know. But you still thought in your head, hey, let's make this bigger and more dangerous. Because if that goes wrong, might as well make it worse, right? Yeah. So in conclusion, the Jurassic Parks, while amazing films in real life and in the universe, kind of a stupid decision. I'm sorry. So now this one might make some people a little bit angry. But I don't care. This is my podcast. So another stupid decision made. Now this one you may not think of how dumb it is because you're just so wrapped up in the drama and the storyline and the lovable characters and the singing fish and the mermaids 
and like crabs that sing and evil sea witches and people sing, wanting to be part of the world. Obviously, this is, I'm talking about Die Hard, obviously. So, <clears throat> you might get wrapped up in that, but do we realize how not smart Ariel is? I mean, come on. So, what happens? So, Ariel falls in love with Prince Eric at first sight. Yeah, that's pretty stereotypical of literally any Disney movie, although we're trying, I think I've seen kind of like a little shift of people trying to, you know, maybe make them like, you know, I don't know, actually connect and have a meaningful relationship and not just, oh, I love you at first sight with them, but whatever. But what do I know? I'm just married. So, um, so what, so what she does, she falls in love with him and then a storm comes in the ocean and then, um, Ariel saves Eric's life and sing and she sings to him and tries to, you know, well, I guess, you know, help him live. And she sings to him and it works because I guess he wakes up. But right as he regains consciousness, she's like, oh, dear, and runs away. Run away! Yeah, I'm counting it again. I don't care. I'm counting it again. Um, so, yeah. And then she falls in love with him. And then she makes a deal with God. And gets them to swap our places. And now she's running up that hill with no friends. Um, So what happens is that she makes a deal with Ursula, the villain, and an iconic villain of that, to transform her into a human for three days in exchange for her voice. You know, the only thing he has to remember her by. Um, And if she doesn't, and if she does, if she gets Ariel, or if Ariel gets Eric to kiss her, she'll be a human forever. If not, she'll transform to a mermaid and belong back to Ursula. So we're already wrapped up in the drama. We're not thinking, wait, Ariel, there's like 10 billion different things that can go wrong. Um, first of all, you made a deal with someone who is the equivalent of a sketchy car salesman. Yeah. You basically made a deal with, I don't know, a, a talking triangle with a top hat and a bow tie. And he he says he'll give you riches and a bunch of stuff. Only in exchange for one small favor. But he doesn't tell you what the favor is. Pretty soon before you know it, you and your twin sister might be trapped inside, like, fighting back to save your, to save this very bizarre but lovable town and stuff. But, yeah, first of all, she is sketchy. You cannot trust her. So, yeah, you're basically making a deal with someone who can't be trusted. That's already off to a mm, great start. Um, second, you exchange your voice for her, which is the only thing he remembers you by. Like, yeah, he might think like, oh, it's just a dream. And it, no, it's just a dream. She might not be real. But, like, the voice, that might be, you know, like, a little bit. But if you're regaining consciousness, you may not remember things like faces. And it's pretty blurry, too. Like, so here's a true story, guys. Um, I have strange sleep habits. 
I think I've mentioned this before. I sleep, talk, walk, yell, text, fall off top bunks, break shoulders, all that stuff. And I didn't know how frequently I did it. Maybe I'd do it more frequently until I got married and had a permanent roommate. So my wife tells me a bunch of stuff that I do. And yes, sometimes I do remember it. Like if I wake up in the middle of the night thinking something, then she'll tell me. So I don't remember a lot of the stuff I do at night. Like I did something last night. And so I had to tell my wife, like, I'm like, I'm sorry. What did I do? So already he may not recognize you. So already you're at a dis. So you have two dis- massive disadvantages right there. You're making a deal with a sketchy car salesman, Bill Cipher Octopus. I'm not going to have that Bill Cipher one. I already made one. And you don't have the thing that he might remember you most by. And next, the final thing. It has to be true love's kiss. Now, I know, I know, I know. It's a Disney movie and all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. But... <sighs> Three days? Oh, yeah, wait. Can we just talk really quickly about the sketchy car salesman part? Because you will belong to her. And you literally saw what happened. She said, yeah, someone can't pay the price. Blah, blah, blah. blah. They might might have a bunch of bad stuff happen to them. (laughs) Who cares, right? She basically hustles her. You know the consequences are monumental. It's not like, oh, you pay a small debt. And if not, you're in debtor's prison. The debtor's prison's. Are they still operational? Yes, yes, sir. Good. I thought something had happened to them. <clears throat> so, you already think, like, these are... You don't get thrown into a debtor's prison. You don't, you know, get a fine. You don't have to wear, like, an ugly hat or something saying, I lost a bet because I thought... Nep- because I thought Pluto was still a planet or whatever. So, it's not... Something like that. It's literally, you belong to her. And she's already really, really, really angry at your family. So, why would you do that? Okay, next thing that I said wrong. True love's kiss. There are things that can go wrong with true love's kiss. First of all, what if, first of all, what if he doesn't really love her? Like, what if he gets to meet her and you're like, oh, you're not my type. Like, what if you meet, like, I'm sure you guys have had that. Like, you meet someone, you're kind of interested in them. Then once you get to know him, you're like, ah, you're not my type. I'm sorry. So what if she's not his type? What if, what if that happens? What if, what if, what if he's not her type? They barely know anything about them. What if when they get to meet them, they're like, oh, you do that? Uh, I don't. I don't like that. That's a deal breaker. Oh, you don't like this? Oh, that that's a massive deal breaker. I mean, Eric eats seafood. Those are your friends. You maybe you may have grown up with them. That should be an immediate deal breaker. Like, oh, you you do you guys do that stuff? Okay, I I don't like you. This this is weird. Take back, sees. Can I can I take back this? No. That is how. That's pretty stupid. I'm sorry. Um, also, what if Eric has a girlfriend? Yeah. What if he has a girlfriend already? Like, oh, Ariel, this is my girlfriend, Samantha. First name that came to my mind, sorry. 
It's my girlfriend, Samantha. Oh, well, that whole thing with... Yeah, that didn't work. Yeah, try to break them up and get them to fall in love with you within three days. What if they're, like, long-term? What if they're, like, you know, they've known each other for a while? Hmm? What if that happened? Also, Eric vows to find the girl who saved him and sang to him. He's like, I want to find this girl. But Ariel has no way of knowing that. She made like a tree and got out of there as soon as he regained consciousness. So he, she doesn't know that he's even looking for him. Yes, we do. But she doesn't know that. So overall, Ariel, I'm sorry. That was kind of a stupid decision on your part. It worked out. But it was a dumb decision. I'm sorry. So now that the wrap it up, slap it on it, send it to you guys. Overall... Our favorite characters have made some dumb decisions. Yep, from decisions that literally cost them their lives to other people's lives to just really, really, really poor decisions. Yep, characters make dumb decisions. But why? Why would they make dumb decisions? Well, sometimes they drive the entire plot forward. Like, Ariel, it drives the plot forward. It's a dumb decision, but it makes the plot move forward. Jurassic Park, you wouldn't have Jurassic Park if you didn't want it for dumb decisions. Sometimes it tells you how high the stakes are. Like, for instance, um, Meg from Hercules, those stakes were pretty high. It's literally her soul. But yeah, there have been some dumb decisions in movies made by our char- made by some of our beloved characters. But, you know what? That's fine. As long as our characters can work through it, they will be fine. And sometimes they don't, but they might learn from it. Or if you're in Jurassic Park, you just make things bigger and worse. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, so that is all for this episode. So thank you for listening. Um, Share this with your friends, families, coworkers, enemies. I don't know. I don't care. As long as you share it and spread the word. I would like to point out that this one was on time. It is currently 11.13 p.m. on a Tuesday. Where I'm at now. Um, stay tuned for bloopers. Feel free to follow me and contact me on Instagram at post underscore creds underscore podcast. Uh, here are the total number of references. There was a lot of them. Let's see if you got all of them. Let's see this. Wait, let me recount it. That's a lot. 32 references. That might be a record of most amount of references. So thank you for listening. I will see you next episode next week. Keeping right along with the Disney theme, we have something that I'm pretty sure you guys haven't really thought of. Actually, do I want to save this for the next, for the last one? Maybe. Let me just think about it while I, uh... You know what? Yeah, we're, we're going to go to a different thing. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Canceled. Canceled. Uh, no, you'll get this at the end due to the bloopers. Just stop talking. This is embarrassing me. So now it's a pleasure to wrap it up, slap a bun, send it to you guys. I did the slap wrong, sorry.